This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Harianto Diman. Welcome to The Straits Times, the big story podcast where we analyze key issues with our journalists and guest experts. With new COVID-19 cases in the community steadily dropping, Singapore will begin allowing more activities to resume. And this brings about a new term for us to get familiar with, that is Phase 3 Heightened Alert, which will be carried out in two stages. The first stage of easing will start from next Monday, June the 14th. Now sharing the details, this afternoon, the multi-ministry task force on COVID-19 stressed that reopening will be done in a cautious and controlled manner. Uh, we did not go into a full and painful circuit breaker to control this latest round of outbreaks. Instead, we took a targeted approach in identifying and managing the key areas of risk. And we coupled that with aggressive testing, extensive contact, contact tracing and accelerated vaccination. And this strategy has proven to be effective in bringing cases down and in controlling the spread. So now, we are able to exit phase two heightened alert and resume more activities and we will do so in a controlled manner. We will essentially be moving back to phase three heightened alert. It's not quite the full phase three. We call this phase three heightened alert because there are still these uh, restrictions in place. And that's because we are reopening in a cautious and controlled manner and maintaining very strict controls at our borders. We need all of these controls in place until our vaccination rates are higher. Here's what we can look forward to from Monday. The group size limit will increase from 2 to 5 people. The cap of 2 distinct visitors per household per day will also go up to 5. But you should continue to limit your social gatherings to no more than 2 a day. The operating capacity limits for attractions, cruises, museums and public libraries will go up as well from 25 to 50%. Size limits for events like movie screenings, live performances, worship services and marriage solemnizations will also be increased. And pre-event testing is a must for events with more than 50 attendees. If the situation remains under control in the coming weeks, a further reopening will take place from June 21st. That's when mask-off activities can resume at places like FMB establishments where group sizes for dining in will be kept at 5. Gyms and fitness studios with safe distancing of at least 2 meters between people and at least 3 meters between groups, as well as tuition and enrichment classes with in-person teaching for those 18 years old and above and below. Wedding receptions and banquets involving up to 100 attendees, including the wedding couple and with pre-event testing required, and live performances that involve singing and playing of wind instruments. Mr Wong explained the strategy for this step-by-step -step reopening approach and what Singaporeans can expect to see in the weeks and months ahead. With increased activity levels as we reopen and resume more activities, we must be prepared to see more cases. 
because, as we all know, there are still hidden cases in the community which can easily flare up, especially with this highly transmissible variant. We won't be able to eradicate all of these hidden or cryptic cases in the community, so we will have to learn to live with the virus and then try our best to minimize transmission and minimize the risk of large clusters breaking out. We will take more aggressive, localized actions, and we will try our, our very best to avoid having to impose general nationwide restrictions like another circuit breaker. Let's delve deeper into today's announcements. I'm joined by infectious diseases physician from the Rofi Clinic, Dr. Leong Ho Nam. Welcome to the show, Dr. Leong. Doctor, lots of details about the easing of restrictions um, mentioned today. What's your assessment of how this reopening is done, say compared with how we transitioned from phase two to phase three last year? You have done brilliantly well, Singapore. I'm very proud of you. Compared to last year when we opened up, we are much much better now we've done it over from a two-month period which restricted down to one month period that is great job Singapore you deserve it now why is it that we are able to do it because number one all of us were a lot more cooperative we had a lot more masks that were set up number three we went for SWOT testing testing is the key to it and number four, we have very good contact tracing. Contact tracing in terms of trace together, finding everyone linking up together. So that made a big difference and the acceleration is very good. However, you did realize that our minister didn't give us the cake and eat it. You can have a group of five people, you have the cake there, but you can't eat it on the spot. In fact, you have to eat it back at home or something. But it tells you that we are going to open up again in stages. To be really fair, we are very worried because the virus is highly transmissible. We don't know if we open up too quickly, will it re result in a big flare of cases? And remember, food, food, food. When we sit down and have our restaurant and enjoy ourselves and dig into the food, we're going to chat and eat without our masks on. The risk of transmission to the people around us is high and the people outside at the ventilation area. So I could be sitting here at our table on the other side and I maintain my two meters distance, but the air ventilation could just shift all the virus over to the other side. Hence the reluctance to have dining in open now. So we have that on the 21st of June and I'm happy that holding back on gym as well because in gym you'll be huffing and puffing and you might be sharing your virus all around. Doctor, I want to borrow your analogy on, you know, you said having your cake but can't quite eat it yet. Now, the task force said more rules will be relaxed come June 21st. That is uh, one week after uh, some rules have been Easter on the 14th. Now, if the situation remains under control, of course. Doctor, so I want to ask, how do we determine that the situation is under control? And conversely, what could cause any setbacks? The I will look at the number of unlinked cases. I've talked about it previously in the previous era. And in comparison, I say it's as long as there were less than five unlinked cases, I'm happy. But the virus is highly transmissible. And you notice the number of clusters there are. And you will probably realize that there were super spreading events a lot more than last year, which means uh, we have to be a little bit more careful. And the numbers I'm looking at is just zero or one unlinked cases 
consistently thereafter. With these numbers, we can actually contain and do the uh, contact tracing well and quick. The second thing is that we need to have consistently negative PCR. So we're doing about 50 to 80,000 PCRs every day. We should have less than 10 positives or uh, less than 10 positives at any one time. These two markers, if they are there, Singapore, you are high and dry. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.